mile rate, thanks to Australasia's best harness action at thetrots.com.au, where you can watch every race live and free on Trots Vision. Good morning, everyone. Welcome to the mile rate. Uh, on the back of a, a pretty special night last night, Rob Alba joins me, as he always does on the mile rate. Um, weather was kind, the racing was really good, we had a terrific atmosphere, a great crowd, I think there was a lot of positivity around last night's Inter-Dominion meeting at Melton. It was, Danny, a very good morning, uh, everyone uh, listening in to uh, RSN Mile Rate, uh, well done to Dan, uh, great effort last night with your calling, uh, always so special with the pressure that goes uh, with calling into the minions and as we uh, know, uh, you're the voice of Harness Racing, did a stellar job and what uh, great performances by uh, Just Believe was a real highlight for mine um, to see so many happy owners trackside for Malcolm Wells and, and his team of owners, 27 o owners there trackside, all cheering and uh, cheering and loudly with Just Believe as he went over the line. And it was a, uh, a New South Wales trained uh, winner in I Cast No Shadow, making it back-to-back uh, -back for Jason Grimson. But uh, the story there goes to Diane Riley, who owns... I cast no shadow. Uh, Diane is a harness racing tragic. Uh, she's based up in Queensland. She races so many horses, uh, not only here in Victoria, New South Wales, Queensland. She's got them everywhere, and she just loves her sport. And just to see the jubilation of this lady trackside last night was so special. And uh, that's what it's all about, living the dream. And uh, there were two magnificent dreams uh, brought to uh, the winners of Just Believe and I Cast No Shadow. Well, uh, Rob, I remember Diane, she had a really close relationship with Bob, the late Bob McArdle too uh, over a number of years, so uh, he'd be smiling from above too because he had a lot to do with uh, the, the breeding of, of that particular winner. Um, well, we might go to the Inter-Dominion replay of 2022. An upset result, I cast no shadow, uh, defeating Torrid Saint, the emergency, who got into the field at 150 to 1. Act now can start to get running and he's four metres in front coming down to get the bell and they're picking up the tempo now. I cast no shadow behind the leader. They go into the final circuit in the Inter-Dominion Grand Final of 2022. Over on the inside was Torrid Saint. They start winding up the speed now. Then came Spirit of St. Louis outside Zeus Promac. Next is Naratak Prince and then Pete said so. Bundoran, Better Eclipse and last is Macdan with 800 metres to travel. The second quarter 27-9. Act now is running now. He led four metres down the back straight on expensive ego. Then I cast no shadow. The bolter Torrid Saint three back on the inside. Honolulu Bay in the 1-1 one, one yet to peel. He's about eight metres off the lead. And then Spirit of St. Louis and Zeus Promac as they head off the back. It's act now three metres expensive ego. The inside I cast no shadow. Honolulu Bay's out now. He's looming up out three wide. Spirit of St. Louis is coming four deep. The runs are coming. They went 26-4 the third quarter. It's Act Now on the final bend from Expensive Ego. Honolulu Bay's joining in. Into the straight. Act Now, four metres. Honolulu Bay down the outside. I cast no shadows pushing through. I cast no shadow got through to grab the lead. Torrid St. Late. It's I cast no shadow in front. I cast no shadow. I cast no shadows. Won it from Torrid St. A photo third. Honolulu Bay and Act Now. <laughs> Yeah, I just can't believe it. Uh, you know, like I said before, there'll be plenty of people in uh, Little Journey watching tonight. And, yeah, mum and dad have been big supporters of mine and, you know, whatever I've needed throughout my career, they've done for me. And, yeah, they'll be super proud, but no, it's just a great night. 
So take us through. Uh, you got where you probably wanted to act now, took it up and 30.6 first sectional, but then it started the real end. How, take us through your emotions of the race. Yeah, I was really happy with the way it played out the first couple of hundred. I didn't have to brush him up too much. The two stayed out of it and act now crossed. I just had to make sure I was there so Spirit of St. Louis didn't drop in. So worked out awesome and it just allowed the horse to, to really relax in the run and um, you know to me it felt like the lead time was pretty pedestrian but they stepped up from there and it just suited this guy down to the ground. Cam Hart there's a young man he was competing in the uh, Australasian Junior Drivers Championship and here he is winning in, in Inner Dominion. He's, uh, he's such a cool customer uh, you know uh, Cam he, he's very measured uh, when he speaks he's got this air of confidence uh, I actually saw him uh, later on in the night uh, in the driver's uh, room and he was just sitting there with Jack Callahan, uh, just reflecting on the, on the night and congratulations to him. It was a lovely drive. Horses really settled for him and I cast no shadow. Enjoyed that trip uh, behind the leader, which was uh, Ack Now. And once he uh, asked him to go, uh, he was able to let down and he just finished too powerfully. It was a mile rate of 156.7. 87.6 lead time, 30.6, 28, 26.4 and 27.6 last quarter. And it was a magnificent win by I Cast No Shadow. And Jason Grimson, he's just doing an amazing job with his uh, team of horses. And this horse here, uh, you know, raced here in Victoria, went to New South Wales, just kept improving and uh, he got the best of him last night. Torrid Saint. What a great result for uh, Noel Watson. Uh, first emergency, gaining a start. I spoke to him uh, on Friday night when uh, the news came through and he was just stoked to have a runner in the Inter-Dominion and not in his wildest dream was he thinking uh, he'd finish in the top three. Well, he did. He ran second. He was just so brave, Torrid Saint. He started 126 to 1. Uh, he was back on the pegs, also followed through in the back of I Cast No Shadow. Acknow was brave. He tried to lead throughout, but he was just run down. Honolulu Bay didn't get used out of the gate. Had a nice trail, three wide. Looked a chance in the straight, but just couldn't finish off uh, the 27.60. And Zeus Bromac finishing fifth. Expensive Ego, he got exposed in the breeze. He finished at the back of the field. So did the stablemate Spirit of St. Louis, who certainly wasn't at his best the last couple of weeks. And Mac Dan just couldn't get in the race. I mean, those last uh, 1,200 metres, 28, 26, 4, 27, 6. Impossible for anything to make ground. And I cast no shadow. A six-year-old by shadow play takes out the 2022 Inter-Dominion Pacing Championship Grand Final. Rob, they, they really didn't go that hard. Acneo got a comfortable lead. And, and what he did do this time he actually settled pretty well which allowed him to get some cheaper quarters before Jody pressed the button it was a fast last 1100 meters of the race he'd had a good run so far and that's why it made it so tough impossible for anything else to come from behind like Honolulu Bay has actually run well and might have made up a meter or two but nothing else could yeah look you know at the end of the day times will say that all of these horses have gone super well it's just so hard to make ground act now's first time I think he's been beaten in front he was leading and as you said he settled really well didn't he last night Dan and you know in the run you thought well I don't think they're going to run this horse down but uh uh, there, there were a couple of horses that, uh, on the pegs that were just able to finish off a, a little bit too strong. OK, Rob, let's go to the uh, trotting grand final. And uh, the big four all stood up. They ran the top four, but it was just believed he had good late support, trained by Jess Tubbs and driven by Greg Sugars to get the prize. Along the front straight, one circuit left to go. First quarter in 30.6. And Majestuoso led two metres on Just Believe. Placed in last year's grand final. A grand final where the winner was driven by Greg Sugars, who is in the sulky of Just Believe at the 900. Two metres off the leader, Majestuoso. 
Virtuoso. Leaders back is Mafasa Metro. We'll be awaiting on the Garrard sprint lane. Fourth is Sleepy. Could there be an upset? Fifth on the inside, Queen Alita. Will the runs come? Hatchback sixth on the outside from O Fortuna, their nephew of Sunoco, Majestic Harry, Parisian Artiste. Always ready and Swiss misses last. 31.1 the second quarter. They haven't ramped it up yet. And it's Majestuoso travelling well down the back. He's got something left to give. He's two metres in front of Just Believe Mafasa Metro. Then Sleepy Nephew of Sunoco. Queen Alita needs a lot of luck as they work their way off the back straight. It's Majestuoso who gets running now. Just believes a metre away. Then Mafasa Metro. There's almost daylight for Queen Elida now. Off the back in 28.7. It's Majestuoso from Just Believe. Then Mafasa Metro. Queen Elida's into the clear, but 10 off them. Majestuoso goes for home. Just Believe balances up four metres away. Then Queen Elida. Majestuoso led. Just Believe is lifting. It's Majestuoso. Just Believe dives and got him. Greg Sugars has done it again. Just believe, beat Majestuoso. Queen Alida third. Then... Sugars, congratulations from everybody at RSN, mate. Oh, thank you very much. This is, uh, you know, sensational to go back-to-back -back as a driver, but this time to, to do it with uh, with Jess um, training and, you know, all family involvement. Just just something something else, yeah. You knew you'd won. You went up. Uh, did you, you must have been confident. Yeah, no, I was. I knew sort of uh, probably, you know, 50 yards from the line, I thought, I've got you. So, um, yeah, pretty excited. You put yourself there. You made that mid-race move that you probably needed to make. Were you travelling like you always thought you were going to be right in the finish? Absolutely. You know, and he, he felt the winner, you know, travelled like a winner a long way out, I should say. You know, like I said, I wasn't 100% confident when Kate skipped away. But, it, um, yeah, the horse felt very well in himself. I knew I was going to run a hell of a race. A popular result, a great result for Jess Tubbs and, and for Greg, where they've come from uh, and what they've created. And they're still on the up with their training, uh, with their team, uh, and what they've done with this horse, Rob. He was placed in last year's grand final. Clearly going three or four lengths better. Maybe I'm even underrating that. It was a beautiful drive. He picked the right time to go forward, a tough horse, and he knew where the line was. I was an outstanding win. He went through the series. He won uh, all three heats. He ended up drawing barrier 12. And, you know, his job was going to be so much tougher. And yet, as you said, Greg Sugars made that move to sit outside Majestuoso. Oh, look, I liked Majestuoso last night. He was my pick for the Inter-Dominion. And I thought on the home turn, he was home. He seemed to kick away. And I thought he's got him beaten here. And just believe, wow, what a great, uh, you know, fight that he showed half up the straight you could see that he hadn't given up the chase and he knew where the line was we know one thing about great horses they know where the line is they seem to raise that little bit of extra effort and that's what just believe did as i mentioned uh, at the start of the program just to see the 27 owners there trackside celebrating uh, a lot of those owners we know personally as well uh, Dan, and they were so excited, and it was a great result for him. Majestuoso, terrific training performance by Andy Gath. He nearly got there. It was a great drive by Kate Gath. Uh, only got beaten a half neck. Uh, lost no admirers. Queen Elida really presented on the home turn. Just couldn't close the gap. She went down by three metres in the third spot. The faster Metro, beautifully driven by John Justice, I thought. Just wasn't good enough over the concluding stages to fourth. And Majestic Harry, terrific run for uh, the, uh, Brittany Graham and her team, 150 to one, finishing fifth. They went a mile rate of 159.1. It was an 86.3 lead time, 30.6, 30 31.1, 28.8 and 27.4. It was a half neck by 2.2 metres over the line after the fifth in the Inter-Dominion Trotters Championship.
Yeah, Just Believe. He was well backed in the end. Queen Elida started favourite, but the money really came for Just Believe, and it was no surprise. So well done to the team there, and thanks to Andrew Bensley too with all of his interviews through the course of the night and with the winners of, of each of the grand finals and, uh, and all the other major players in the lead-up as well. Uh, Rob, we're now going to look at uh, a few other races on the program. Um, one of the, the key races on the night was race number six. Uh, this was the consolation for the Pacers, and like a wildfire, well, he started the favourite, um, but he had uh, some problems very early on in the race, which looked quite obvious, and he was pulled out of the race after just half a lap. Into the straight, Jillaby Sylvester, the leader. From too fast, too serious, then better be the bomb. Triple Eight starts to wind up, but Jillaby Sylvester's going strongly. Down the outside, Crime Rider at odds is finishing hard. The leader, though, is Jillaby Sylvester. Crime Rider's going to dive. Missed. I think Jillaby Sylvester wanted a nose. He's just hung on from Crime Rider and flashing through pitch perfect at big odds. Then Jillaby Sylvester, Rob. He was an eye-catcher last week. I, I don't think anyone missed him uh, except the price assessors when he came up with a TAB because his price got crunched in, but I don't think he was there for a long time. Um, he improved through the Inter-Dominion series and uh, he, he was terrific at, at the head of the field last night in contrast to a, to a Leica Wildfire who met with, uh, with a little bit of trouble in the early stages of the race, the favourite. It was well-backed and he had to be pulled out of the race. Yeah, look, he's a very good horse, Jillaby Sylvester. He's been plagued with uh, a number of injuries uh, throughout uh, his career and a five-year-old by roll with Joe. Uh, raced by the Craven family group and it's all a family affair. There was plenty of them trackside last night and a great uh, training performance by Marg Lee and Glenn Craven. I think you and I have both been singing his praises now for uh, quite a while in these last few months and uh, he just rode that horse to perfection. It was a 155.7 mile rate, 82.1 lead time, 30.9, 29.8 and he really stepped it up down the back, 27.1 and 28.6 home. It was a half head by just over one and a half metres uh, and Jillaby Sylvester held off the very fast finishing crime rider. He was outstanding. Uh, he's... Uh, It'll be interesting to see, uh, you know, whether he does back up uh, later on this morning when the final scratchings come through. Uh, he's based, uh, he's down to, to race at stall today, so uh, whether he does or not, I'm not 100% sure at this stage. It was only a half-head margin, but uh, his run was great. Pitch perfect into third place in close-up, too fast, too serious, and Triple Eight had his chance in the straight. But uh, all honours to Jillaby Sylvester, and more the honours goes to the training side of things here. Mark Lee, you know, they've spent so much time with uh, Paddy and, and the whole family in getting this horse back to the track, and it's a, a real credit to them. Rob, race number eight is effectively the, the Trotters' uh, consolation. It's a group two. It was the Sundance Gift Trotters' free-for-all. It looked an open race, but the tricky part about this, there was a lot of horses that had convictions, and Perhaps one of them was Adele, who was heavily supported and ended up starting favourite. But she galloped at the start. She wasn't the only one. One overall and also Chinese Whisper were all out of the race with early mistakes. Yeah, Vacation Hill up to the turn in front, led four metres, 28-4 for the third quarter. Lot of muscles out now. Phoebe Onyx is into the clear as well, and then came Zaram running on. It's Vacation Hill in front. Lot of muscles starting to cut it back. Zaram's made up good ground. As Lot of Muscle charged up to hit the lead now from Vacation Hill, Phoebe Onyx powder keg, and then Sundon's Courage, who's charging into second, but it's all Lot of Muscle. And Lot of Muscle's won it comfortably and beaten Sundon's Courage and powder keg. Rob, uh, Matty Craven, Lot of Muscle. Um, gee, he was good um, and raced to the line, but um, a few key chances uh, ruined their hopes at the very start of the race.
Yeah, look, there were some horses there that uh, performed well below their best with their manners. Adele, Branlow Prince, one overall, uh, all uh, did some things wrong. Uh, as you mentioned, Chinese Whisper, the whole lot of them, and a lot of muscle. Uh, had a nice trip, was able to get out into the clear at the right time and certainly sprinted really strongly, this six-year-old by Muscle Hill. And again, as I mentioned, another big group of owners involved. One thing about Matty Craven, he certainly gets people involved in harness racing. And he enjoyed the win. He went over the line. He was pointing to the people in the crowd and really getting them worked up. And why not? Uh, it was a, a moment of celebration in taking out the Sundons Gift Trotters Free for it. it was a Group Two race. Defeated Sundons Courage. He continues to perform well. Uh, Powder Kig. He's another horse that um, has been in the mix all the way through again this year, and he might be peaking uh, towards the end of this year. Vacation Hill was fourth and uh, Phoebe Onyx uh, in the fifth placing but uh, a lot of muscle really sprinted hard and he came away to win by seven metres over uh, Sundon's Courage and two and a half metres away powder keg. Uh, Rob, uh, we then move on to race number nine. This is a horse I've got a lot of time for. He's ideal. Um, he uh, had a bit of a break. Came out of a race where the Yarra Valley Cup, he, he made a mistake. Um, it was a huge run. The horse that won at Torrid Saint come out and run second in the Inner Dominion. So you know he's a pretty smart horse. So first up off a break, and I thought he was much too good, but he, the, the horse that was runner-up is his stable mate, Hector, and he, he also was very good. And it's his ideal five metres on Hector and Cosimo. And then came Aussie Playboy around the final turn. It's his ideal shaken up now. Five metres Cosimo. The inside Hector's about to get the run through in the garage sprint lane. It's his ideal though with a three metre lead up the straight. Getting closer as Hector, but he's ideal in front from Hector. He's ideal's holding Hector and he's ideal wins it. He's ideal first has beaten Hector. Third placing goes to Cosimo. He's ideal now. 12 starts for nine wins, trained by Emma Stewart, Mark Pitt. The horse, uh, Mark Pitt had the drive. The horse has had a few injury concerns. I think if he stays sound, I think he can get to the top grade. Yeah, look, he's uh, doing plenty right, isn't he? Uh, as you said, he stepped up to that... Uh uh, Country Cups uh, campaign and he went back into town uh, last night and he just proved too strong. Uh, he came away uh, to defeat the stablemate Hector who uh, battled on uh, really well uh, trying to run down. He's ideal. Cosimo third, got to the line well. Aussie Playboy was fourth, Radius fifth, Cloud nine six. It was a small field. They went 155, the mile rate, seven seconds uh, lead time, 28, 6, 32, 29 and 26, 3 home. And he's ideal, proving too strong. He's a uh, son of American ideal out of Punchline and uh, Warren Stewart and uh, Peter Gleeson, uh, the owners there. And um, certainly uh, all smiles. And as you mentioned, Danny, if he can remain sound, uh, there's still plenty more to come for this very lightly raced uh, five-year-old who's got a very impressive record and a very, very big motor. Rob, uh, race number two on the program. This was the uh, the final leg of the Australasian Drivers uh, Championship, the Young Drivers Championship. It was a thrilling race. Taylor French um, had a chance to win the race, but she's driving a $126 pop. Uh, and Sam Thornley, who was at the top of the, the uh, leaderboard, uh, was on a 50-to-1 shot. Well, they ended up fighting it out. It was quite an extraordinary finish. Up the home straight, it looked like any one of the nine runners could have won. A Major Watson's waiting for the run. The others are held up. End of the straight, they stretch across the track and out wide, it's over the odds and now bite our time. Bite our time looming up. The widest runner, bite our time, hit the lead. Morrison's dream runs on Major Watson, the 101 pop getting through. Major Watson, Major Watson and Taylor French, he might have won the series with that. Taylor French representing Victoria Proud. Uh, a horse was $151 fixed odds just a couple of minutes before the race. Paid around 80 to 1 on the tote.
Yeah, an amazing uh, result, and uh, well done for uh, owner Rob Martin, who uh, loves his sport. He's involved, uh, you know, of course, uh, with the Ballarat Harness Racing Club. He's involved with uh, promoting even this series. I think he was um, even helping driving the bus, I think, around to uh, for some of these drivers to uh, attend. I know he was at Bendigo on Friday night. Uh, he couldn't make it trackside last night, but uh, Major Watson, what a, uh, a, a an upset result for uh, Julie and Glenn Douglas and the whole Douglas team. They do a fantastic job with uh, the way they present their horses, and Major Watson enjoyed a good trip. He got up, uh, finished up uh, paying $81. Uh, Bide our time was second, a half neck away. Morrison's Dream third, over the odds fourth, Orby fifth. They went a mile rate of 156.1, 43.5 lead time, 30.8, 28.6, and 29.9. It was a half neck by a head and a good performance by Major Watson. And a great story for Taylor French, who also drove in into Dominion Trotters final last night with Parisian Artiste, but she uh, took out the Australasian Young Drivers Championship and uh, flew the Victorian flag high. And uh, indeed she uh, did, Rob. Uh, four other races to have a look at. Uh, the first event on the card... Uh, this race uh, was an interesting start to proceedings. Stravinsky, you don't often see horses of this level get a cheaper quarter as that, 32 seconds, and I think that was the first quarter of the last mile, and it made all the difference here. The runner-up was terrific, a very fast final quarter. Favourite was, was pretty much out of business in the early part, got caught wide, had to go back. It just didn't work out for Polly, put kettle on. It was a good win by uh, Stravinsky, as you said, uh, was able to uh, find the top and control the race. It was a 156.3 mile rate, 44.8 lead time, 32.1, So it was really slow going early. Uh, sprinted home in 28.1, 26.7 home. Serge Blanco made a late dive uh, at Stravinsky, racing really well, Serge Blanco. As is so what, she's one that you've just got to keep black booking. She's going to win soon. Our Uncle Jim fourth, Duke of Dundee fifth. But Stravinsky, a terrific performance. He's a, a son of uh, Sunshine Beach out of Miss Toolan Vale. And uh, well uh, done to uh, the Emma Stewart team there with Stravinsky in taking out uh, the first event. And uh, that horse was uh, driven by David Moran, who had a fantastic night. He started off the night really well with a couple of winners. Well, the second of his winners was race number three, Rob. Daylight at Dawn. I saw this horse on Monday at Yarra Valley. And it's amazing what a win does for a horse's confidence. You think they don't know. He was very good on Monday and again explosive last night. Yeah, really good win. He's been going well. Uh, he's the son of Dawn of a New Day, Greg Fleming, the trainer. He was there trackside last night and very proud uh, owner there and Dave Moran who uh, brought up uh, a second win there last night. And Daylight at Dawn got the job done, defeating Lombo Heaven. Uh, Sanday was third. Captain Wilson led in the race. And Monomia, who started the favourite, didn't finish off the race at all last night. Mole rate was 153.1. 7.1 lead time, 28, 29, 4, 28, 9, 27.5 home. It was two and a half metres by head. And uh, a good story for uh, Greg Fleming, who, of course, went through a bit of a period there with the floods as well. Uh, he was... Uh, you know, had to move his horses there for about four weeks, so they had uh, plenty of shuffling to do, and he's done a terrific job to get Daylight of Dawn back at the races and performing the way he has been.
Uh, Rob, I omitted to mention earlier on, but you had a really busy night last night. You were the MC. There was a lot going on, but you dealt with a fabulous crowd. Um, I went downstairs at one stage, and I could barely move through the crowd there. You did a wonderful job entertaining uh, everyone. I think it's so important to have an MC at these meetings, and I could see that by by having so many people around the presentation area of which uh, you were. Uh, so great job to you, and uh, I'm sure you earned your keep. You looked very busy. Uh, it was a pretty long night. Uh, we've had a few uh, big long nights. We went to Bendigo uh, Friday night, of course, for our Trots Vision coverage uh, with the uh, the Lang night. And last night, as you said, Dan, uh, look, you know, we, we all work in the industry for uh, for the big nights and, and to be part of uh, an Inter-Dominion finals, uh, so special. And it was wonderful to see so many people, a lot of old faces that I hadn't seen at the track for a long time, uh, you know, were there last night. One of the best parts of being uh, working out the front, yeah, actually get a close-up of the people that turn up and so many people come up and speak to you throughout the evening and there were some real you know old timers that loved harness racing uh, not only there at the track but obviously tuned in to uh, to our radio coverage all the tv coverages as well and uh, there was lots of cheering you know, people really got part of the atmosphere last night and uh, it was a beautiful night superb night and it was great to see so many uh, people at the track and a lot of locals that being there as well and uh, Bruce McAvaney was there. I know you had a chat to him. Glenn Boss was there. He had a ball. Um, uh, Glenn, he, he's, he's a great character as well. So we had some VIP guests that I think really enjoyed their night at the Trots. Yeah, it was great catching up with Bruce McAvaney. I mean, you, you know, Dan, he's, he's one of your uh, great idols. He's the idol of so many people in the broadcasting world. Uh, he's uh, uh, an amazing ambassador for uh, as a person and, and for the whole industry. And just to have him there supporting the night. And Glenn Boss, I didn't get a chance to talk talk to Glenn. I nearly went to grab him but it was just it was just too many people around but he looked like he was having a lot of fun Dan. I think he was part of uh, one, was. Of, one of the uh, winning owners there uh, getting his photo taken so uh, he was in the full spirit of it and um, you know great to see for harness racing and, and of course Inter Dominion Championship heads to Queensland next year. We had the uh, closing ceremony with the official passing of the, uh, the Inter Dominion flag. Alright Rob we'll look at race number four here. Major Moth what a terrific return. He looked Terrific, and he was spectacular the way he finished off his last couple of hundred metres to win. Yeah, I saw him at the trials here at Melton recently. He, he was super impressive, Dan. Uh, he, he, he was great last night. Uh, good to catch up with Lenny and Irene Parker there at Trackside, who own and bred the horse. Uh, he's by Art Major. He went a mile rate of 154.7. And, you know, talking to, to, uh, to Lenny and Irene, obviously the Vic Bread uh, series, which starts next week, uh, is one of their main aims for this horse. And they didn't want to give him too much of a hard run. He led early, took the trail and he finished off really strongly so he's back on track idyllic uh, work to the front finishing second one big shoe third Longfellow fourth luck captain fifth it was a 154.7 mile rate 45.1 lead time 30.6 29.8 27.7 and 26.5 home and major moff he's coming good at the right time and i'm sure he'll play a big part in the vic bread uh, super series final coming up and the last event on the car. This is a terrific story as well. Abby Sanderson, a teenage girl. I think she's only 17 still, and she wins a race on Inter-Dominion night. Oh, what a special moment. Uh, look, obviously, got to know the family uh, really well with, with Shane and Naomi, who've based themselves at uh, Charlton. And, you know, I've had Ryan uh, driving, you know, some of my horses as well. And Abby's just been an, an absolute sweetheart. She's so so much loved by so many people, not only in the Charlton community, but also around harness 
racing. She's uh, she's a harness racing tragic. She just has loved the horses from when she was at a young age, uh, and she just goes around helping other stables. You know washing down horses and helping gearing up and uh, to win the last race she was so excited it was her first melton winner and uh to, to win it on into dominion night and she ran past her brother who was yeah. leading as well so that made it even sweeter for her and i'm sure i told her she's 17 but she was allowed to have one glass of champagne if she wanted to but she said her mum was there so yeah. she might not let her but uh, hopefully she had that one glass when she got home magic mike uh, defeating silver mystique ultimate force finishing third sassiola and our Madiba. But a, a fantastic result. 154.6 mile rate, 7.1, and 29.9. And Jimmy Jakes hung up the glasses last night in South Australia, Rob. Um, he's been an ornament to the industry for race broadcasting. Um, we wish him well in retirement. And these are the closing stages of uh, Jimmy Jakes' last call at Globe Derby last night. Hard Steinman down the outside. Liberty TJ. Liberty TJ takes out the Jim Jake's retirement pace and Danny Hill does it. Second placing Steinman. Third placing Benoit. Come on, Sleepy, behind those. Not far away was Giant Jackson. Son of Man, Maneuver Man, Golden Jail. At last one to put up was Marty's party and the late scratching was Malachite Rock. And very special thanks to everyone that's given me all the support with my last race call as far as retirement is now up and running. And we've got information coming from the stewards, right? Jimmy Jakes there. And I think it was fitting because Danny Hill won that race last night. And on the remember the night that Jimmy lost his voice? Remember that night he lost his voice? That was the same night that Danny Hill was involved in that fall and she lost her eye. Yeah, look at uh, he, he's uh, he's been an absolute ornament for uh, for harness racing, Jimmy, and you know uh, you always knew uh, when there was a race on at uh, Globe Derby Park, he had that magnificent voice, that magnificent tone, but more importantly, the excitement that went into his calls, and especially you know the, the close finishes. There's been so many great calls of Jimmy, and look, uh, he will be remembered and uh, admired by by so many people, and us as peers. You know, in, in the race calling uh, field, it, it's a it's a very difficult talent, and he's done the, the job really proud. Yeah, he's he's a fabulous guy too, and we wish him well in retirement. Stall Cup today, Rob. It's a terrific program. Crime Rider is going to back up, as you said uh, earlier. Nine race card, first of twelve twenty seven, and you'll be there with uh, all the action for RSN. Yeah, I've got one more day of. Uh, energy left in me. Uh, I'm looking forward to it. I, I love going to store. I think it's a great day. The, the races there, uh, even though there's some small fields, they're really competitive, Dan. Uh, the Cup itself looks really exciting, as does the Trotters Cup. So can't wait to bring you uh, the coverage on RSN later on today. And have a good sleep. And on Monday morning, I hope for you, Robbie. Thank you very much. Thanks to the whole team. Andrew Cues, Andrew Bensley, both working tirelessly. Some behind the scenes, some uh, maybe in front of the scenes, but a whole team effort from RSN. I hope you've enjoyed the Inner Dominion 2022 and enjoy the rest of your Sunday morning. Happy harnessing.